It was called the Great Blizzard of 1947. No one saw it coming. There was no prior warning. And that might have had something to do with the fact that there was also nothing known as the Weather Network back then. Hey, just saying. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. It was a record-breaking snowfall that began on Christmas Day and crippled the northeastern United States to a literal standstill. This day in weather history. By 1947, the U.S. had gotten past the Civil War and two world wars. So this particular snowstorm had to be pretty jarring for it to be described as the worst blizzard since 1888. Here's the best part. All of us likely bemoan the same refrain every winter. We say, it can snow all it wants for Christmas because while we're at home, it just looks beautiful. This one did just that, but it didn't stop. Now, it didn't come in initially with any fanfare. There were no high winds. It was that snow globe kind of event where the snow fell silently and steadily. Ah, so peaceful, right? But it kept falling and falling and falling and falling and eventually blew way past where you'd find it romantic. By the time it stopped on December 26th, this day in weather history, there was an official measurement of 26 and a half inches, that's 67 centimeters of snow, in Central Park, Manhattan. This went from cozy to chaos in 24 hours. Now, we had automobiles and buses banked and stranded in the streets. The New York City subway service was grounded to a halt. When they got back up and running, they were 12 hours off schedule. Now, I gotta believe no one was daft enough to still be standing there waiting and thinking, I'm sure it's gonna be along any minute now. Any vehicle that was parked on the street and was already buried in the over two feet of snowfall were now missing under the mountains of snow created by the snowplows who were trying to clear the streets, albeit once they also found their mobility. There were snow drifts over 10 feet high mixed in with snow piles that went over 12 feet high that were created by the snowplows looking for anywhere to dump what they were frantically trying to clear. In Manhattan, you have nowhere to put anything, especially tons and tons of snow in an event like this. Some had to be dumped into the sewers, which is not allowed today for ecological reasons, where it melted in the warm wastewater. Also against the law today, thankfully, because it would flow into the rivers. All right, you know what? Stop everything. They used to dump snow that was blended with all the corrosive and primitive car fluids, salts, and other poisons, along with, and I quote, wastewater, which could be anything horrible ever created by man, into the sewers where it was then carried into the rivers. Wow. We really had no idea what we were doing back then, did we? And to make matters worse on so many levels, in many cases, the sewers were just not fast enough of an option, so these dump trucks proceeded to dump loads of filthy, polluted snow directly and intentionally into the Hudson and East Rivers. There, that'll do it. The next generation can figure this one out. Now, remember, we are in Manhattan, New York, center of the entertainment world. My own brother lived there for 15 years and would tell me this city is the only place on earth where you could have simultaneous major events taking place, and depending on which one you were at, 
you'd not know the others were even in town. So, by early afternoon on December 26th, there was already 15 inches, close to 40 centimeters of snow that had fallen before 5.30 in the morning. At this moment, tennis promoter Jack Harris was looking out his Lexington hotel window and likely either freaking out or drinking early because he was quoted as exclaiming that morning, the biggest tennis match in history and nobody will be able to get there to see it. Yep, on the historic Madison Square Garden's marquee, it was right there in bright lights, pro tennis tonight, Riggs versus Kramer. That's correct. Right in their prime, you had the two biggest names in the men's tennis scene in Bobby Riggs scheduled to play Jack Kramer in a special tennis match in New York City. But the snow was throttling all means of transportation. Picture this. The streets were clogged with a tangled scene of abandoned cars and buses, all stuck in drifts or banked right there in the middle of the road. The above-ground rail service was buried, so that was out. At almost 5.30 in the morning, the subway was still running, but it too would eventually be ground to a halt. People who may have already been up and out in the city that never sleeps, it seems, they were going home to get out of the storm that was expected to continue throughout the night. But 3,000 people did attend despite the weather, and they were treated to watching the world number one ranked player defeat the future of tennis as we know it. It all happened this day in weather history. Tomorrow is December 27th, and it was back only in 2019 when a plane carrying 98 people crashed in Kazakhstan, and it was blamed on ice buildup. And we'll get to the whys and hows tomorrow right here on this podcast, This Day in Weather History, with me, your host, Chris May.